0: Jen the Builder and Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator, you guys. I hope you are all doing well.
1: I am doing great and awesome. And I hope that everyone else is doing the same as well.
0: Same. And that everyone's staying safe. So today we were actually recording August 8th, 8 8. And I love those numbers because 8 is about new beginnings. Right. So we kind of wanted to make that our focus on today's episode. And I I don't know if you guys have anything that you've prepared. I know kids are starting school. Um, Some people have gone back into the office. Some have not. There's changes all around us. But we always say here that we should be intentional about the change we make and not necessarily be reactive to the changes that are made for us. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's start off, though, with a fine one. Name one. Speaking of new beginnings, anything new, Corey, that you've seen or, or piqued your interest? Actually,
1: yeah. So something did pique my interest as early as on Saturday morning. I was doing a little bit of research, and I do this from time to time on different subjects and uh, issues that are going on in today's society. And I came across this new vaccine.
0: What? Okay. It is,
1: yeah, and it's called Novavax. And it's getting rave reviews. And so I just really wanted to dive into that to see what it's about because I've read about the other ones. And those were a little bit alarming to me. This one is not as alarming. I'm a little bit excited about it because Mm -hmm. if this one does make it, I would be willing to go with this one opposed to any of the other ones. Um, There are some key things that they're not doing that um, excites me. And Mm -hmm. there's some things that... uh, really turned my eye because of the ingredients that they're using. And so I thought to myself, you know, I've been hoping and praying and all that good stuff for, for something that would work for me. And this will definitely work. And it's not that it's not out yet. It's just not in America, although it is made in America. Um, so there's a little bit of a trial thing that they're going through, but they're doing some extra testing on it. So just that that's my fine one name one. And I'm, like I said, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So let's go ahead and spell that so people can look it up themselves. If there's anyone who's kind of hesitant, like we are wanting to see what other vaccines are going to be available. Right. So it's Novavax. And I just looked it up, and it's spelled N-O-V-A-V-A-X. That is correct. Yep. And that's what we're here. You know, we're here to explore different things, to connect, to not just lean to one side, but really present the whole thing. Right. Right?
1: You want to see the whole picture before you make a a, a stern judgment on what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Every day.
0: So I have people in my life whose kids have gone back to school or are going back to school. I know we just talked to Kaylin John over the weekend and John is a kindergarten teacher and oh, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be teaching kindergarten, not for the first time, but for the first time face to face.
1: Yes. Right.
0: So they went shopping. I thought it was so cute. They went shopping for pencil boxes and John is one of those teachers that just immerses himself he's so passionate about what he does and it really shows in his teaching styles and the students just love him.
1: Yeah, they really do. Yeah.
0: So I've got some friends who dropped off their kids to school. And one of the things that I thought was very different is there's no parent zone. So you have to drop your kids off in a certain area. You can't walk them to class. So if your kid, you know, imagine being a kid going back to school someone who maybe has never been to school because maybe they did kindergarten from home, right? you know? And so it's a totally new experience. You've been with your parents for almost every day, probably every day for the last year and a half. Oh, yeah. And then you get dropped off, and mom and dad can only see you so far. And then you've got to trust that teachers are on campus and, you know, reaching out to you to help you find your way through.
1: And that's where personalities really come into play because I know for a fact that would have messed me up as a kid. Me uh, too. but for my sister who was very independent and didn't want parents, period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think like, no into, yeah she, I think she came into Yeah, I think she came into the world not wanting parents. And and so that wouldn't have bothered her, not one bit at all. She would have been just fine. But like I said, for me, that would have been torturous and i would have been like i need direction point me where i can go show me what to do yeah. i just i was a mess without my parents when i was that young
0: i just same i remember kindergarten i still remember it vividly i bawled i did not want to let my parents go it was tough yeah it was tough especially being the oldest child and I think then my brother is probably only one year old. Mm-hmm. So to be around other kids, even though I was around my cousins a lot, but they weren't my cousins. These were strangers. Right. right. Strange teacher, everything like that. So we really wanted to pay tribute to the parents as they're going through this time. And I saw this really cool thing on Facebook. And I read it and I thought, oh, Corey, let's do this. You know, let's center our episode around this. So, I'm going to read it, but we're not completely staying right here. But it's talking about what conscious parents practice. Mm, okay. So, there's a list of eight things, and I'm just going to go over them quickly, and we're going to highlight a couple today. Uh, there's pausing before reacting, understanding over blaming, listening before accusing, compassion over judging, empathy without shaming, connecting before correcting self-awareness over unconsciousness and authenticity over perfection. Mm.
1: Oh, so, really good concepts.
0: Yeah. We would be here for quite a while. So maybe Wednesday we can pick a couple more, but I sent that list over to you and you had one in particular that stood out.
1: That one that stood out to me the most was the pausing before reacting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk about that. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> like,
1: well, you want to jump in or you want me to? So, you know, a lot of times in life, we do this reaction before we pause, which causes a lot of bad outcomes because if we had the whole story or if we understood the complexity of the situation, maybe it would make us think twice on that action that we made. And so I just, you know, for myself, I, I'm not preaching to no one. I mean, if you want to act before you pause, then, you know, that's your own business and that's how you get down. But for me, I've, I'm learning and I have learned to pause, get as much information as possible so that I can make a a very reasonable and sound decision. And that pausing usually saves me some some heartache and pain, some anger and anxiety. So, yeah, that, that that's that's the one that stuck out to me.
0: So true about pausing. I can think of quite a few instances where I didn't pause and you react and then you find out all the information later. And when you're going through a moment, you're so in the grip that you can't see straight. Right. So it is wise to just pause and get all the facts. And remember when you're getting all the facts um, someone told me one of my mentors says you actually should get six sides to a story mm. to really get, cause you know, I've heard there's two sides to every story. Then I've heard three. There's his story, her story, and then the truth. But someone very wise told me, Jen, you always want to get six sides. Oh, okay. Yeah. And not that you'd base a conclusion based on that, but it gives you more facts. It gives you more insight.
1: I don't even know how that would look, but I'm interested to learn. So maybe we can delve into that a little bit later.
0: Yeah, I, I would love to do that. The one that stood out to me, I mean, they're all amazing. First, we want to say this. First, it's a conscious parents practice this. And I thought, Corey, this is practical for everyone in any relationship, whether it be personal, work, family, um, seeing someone that you don't know and they do something and then you want to pass judgment right away, you know? So the one that I want to talk about is connecting before correcting. Mm. Now we're, we're just going to be real about this. My culture, uh, man, it was straight to the correcting part. It was perfection in grades, perfection in how you did things. Right. Um, And then if you like, you were just in trouble, you were in trouble. You couldn't talk your way out of it. It just kind of was, this is the punishment and we're going to go forward with it. As I've grown older, of course, I know the importance of connecting because people naturally have a need to connect. Now, this is just my opinion. And Corey, you can please jump in here if you don't <laughs> agree, Um But for me, what I've learned is that when people connect to themselves first, it gives you a sense of confidence, right? You're very self-aware and that gives you the ability to connect to others because I think to truly connect with others, you have to be aware of your own beliefs, your own values, your own biases even, and, and take that to not be quick to judge others. But either way, I believe that when people are connected, because I've seen this in teams and I've seen this in relationships like yours and mine, when there's a connection, there's creativity that happens. There's a desire to grow and develop. You know, when I'm in a marriage that I feel like I'm being heard, there's true connection. I'm valued. I want to grow with you. I want to create with you. Right. And so for me, that opens up. Okay. I I stand corrected in this area. I was completely wrong there, didn't see it. Now I see it. And I want to grow and I want to continue to connect with you, continue to connect with people. So that's how I see it. I think correction first is not going to work. It's not going to take because there's no connection. Mm. So as I'm listening
1: to you talk, what I'm what I'm starting to really take to heart and it's really getting deep down inside of me is that some people don't do not want to connect and that's troubling to me because mm. what I'm realizing and I'm stuck on this vaccine thing because I I have never said throughout this whole process that I didn't want to get a vaccine or that I was anti-vaccine and so I remember coming across this Novavax thing and making that, you know, a part of my conversation. And immediately I remember, and this was just Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say any names, but one person in particular said, but I thought you didn't believe in the vaccine. And I was just like, wow.
0: Yeah. That's what happens, right? The assumptions.
1: Yeah. And so I'm thinking that I'm connecting with as many people as I possibly Mm. can. But connections go both ways. Yes. And so you have to connect with me as much as I'm connecting with you. And so it's typically my style to say, well, why don't you want to do this? Or how come you don't want to do this? Mm-hmm. And, and I'll give you another example, and we'll we'll move away from that. My belief system. I had someone say to me, well, I thought you were a Christian. And I said, hmm, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. They said, well, you talk about the Bible. Say said, okay but I did make that connection because I realized you're attempting to make a connection with me. So, mm-hmm. you know, that whole process is a little bit more complicated than we want to make it out to be. It, it has to take some time to develop connections with people in order yeah. to be able to correct them.
0: Right. Yeah. And then, you know, it even goes a step. I don't know if I want to say further or in that same playing field, but the same thing with connecting events or connecting information or data, right? When you connect those things, then you can make a correct, uh, informative decision. And I think we, as people have been really quick to label. It's how we categorize everybody. You know, if you're not this, then it must mean you're this.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, But along with my belief that people grow from connection, I also believe that people are inquisitive. Now, hear me out on this, because (laughs) I know we today, a lot of us don't stop to ask the questions. Either we don't have the time because we're too busy or we don't want to bother anyone. We don't want to ask stupid questions. And I did the little quotes on stupid, Um, but I really think it's a matter of conditioning. You know, we've talked about how you were when you were younger and how I was. And I was not allowed to ask those questions. I went to a private school and they taught you a very strict curriculum and they had answers to everything if you if a kid was trying to stray, you know. So then you grow up kind of intimidated or afraid if you will to ask the questions that you're wondering about. Right. Right. And so then you grow up into adulthood and what happens, your peers, you feel this um, pressure of showing up like, you know what you're talking about, like you're the expert. And I wonder if we were real with each other, how many adults are thinking, what the heck are they talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that we need to go back to being inquisitive. I think that is the step to go into connection and we had an episode where we had mentioned, you know, ask the people why they're not doing this. Find out what's going on instead of assuming. And that was the message or that's what we were hoping that message is going to be. And so I think this message is this: is a conscious person as we're practicing to be conscious, to be conscious, you have to be awake. You have to be aware of what's going on. And if I'm sitting next to someone and I just assume that because they they read the Bible, they're Christian, I should ask the question right right? Be inquisitive, let's connect so we can grow so we can get into those creative moments.
1: And if I remember correctly, it's it's okay to ask the question. It's just wrong in today's times to, assume or judge someone based on what you think. Yeah. But if you ask a question, what do you believe? Mm-hmm. What do you consider this? Mm-hmm. What how do you feel about this? That you 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 can't go wrong in asking a question. As long as the as long as the question is formed and phrased properly and respectfully.
0: Right. And then when the answer is given, that's the thing about being inquisitive, you want to be open and actually listen and hear that person. Right. You don't want to be ready to shut down whatever it is they want to say, because we're really trying to learn about one another, trying to be open to maybe there's something I don't know. What do they know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's that whole want, Yeah. Learning, growing, connecting. So, you know, we were going to do it as a PS, but I think we might as well do it now about our status with the whole thing. And. Do I think it's important that we clear this up? Absolutely. Because people haven't asked directly, but people have said things. And I know people are probably wondering, and we're pretty open on this podcast. I think if you listen to our podcast, you know who we are. And um, so we just want to explain this the anti vax thing. Mm. Or you want to start? No, no, no. H- help yourself. Okay. So for me, it's never been I'm anti getting vaccinated. Clearly, I'm vaccinated as a child. It has not harmed me. Uh, For me, it was just within it was so in a hurry. I couldn't fathom how we were just getting hit with COVID. And I just started working from home. And then a few months into it, all of a sudden there's a vaccine. That did not make me feel comfortable just to begin with, not even knowing what was in it or not. I just thought, I just need to pause. Pause doesn't mean I stopped. Pause meant I'm just, I'm wanting to move forward, but I need to see what's going on. So that was my first thought with it. And then as you, Corey, did a lot of research into um, mRNA and things of that nature and the ingredients that were in Moderna and Pfizer, our personal beliefs didn't allow for it. It contradicted what we believe. And we've, we've talked about this time and time again, that first and foremost, self love is so key. Yeah. You know, that's what's important here is that people have a decision to make and we hope that they make the right one. Right. Right. And so being that we love ourselves, our belief system is one of the most important things that we have. And it just wasn't worth the compromise It's something so early on. Not that we'd ever compromise that, but there wasn't a push for it. You know, we just wanted to wait and see. Right, right.
1: And for me, um, you know, it's tough to even go into this because as a child, I found myself in a lot of tough situations because of, the way my parents decided to teach me in the household, and there was a lot of ruling with the iron fist, but I just didn't get it, and I just wouldn't comply. Right, <laughs> and and that's the best way I could say that. Um, one of my teachers early in school always would ask me, "Did you read the instructions? Did you read the directions?" Mm. And of course, as a kid, no, I didn't read the instructions. I didn't read the. And so as an adult, as a young adult, I I just learned, you got to read everything. You cannot allow yourself to do something without reading and understanding the instructions and the directions. And sometimes in in strange situations, I remember uh, a teacher passed out a test and it said, follow the instructions very carefully. Mm -hmm. And it said, do not write your name until the end of the test. And the that was the first part of the test, and if you kept reading the instructions, it told you you didn't have to take the test, and so I remember reading that and saying, "If life is anything like this, I really need to begin to read mm-hmm. everything that I, I get myself into. with that being said, I just know I need to read and understand whatever it is I'm getting into, and if it doesn't fit me, if it doesn't suit me, if it doesn't pertain to me." I need to look for other options. And that's all we were simply doing is looking for other options. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely not. And that's why we are really excited about Novavax. Indeed. Because I don't want to give misinformation. So this is just total recall from what I read. This is a company that has done vaccinations in the past in the same traditional manner. Mm-hmm. So our, our vaccines for hepatitis B and pertussis, have come from this company. Mm -hmm. So they have a history of doing vaccines. They're not using new technology, if that's what people are uncomfortable with. Uh, Their ingredients are very different than the other ones that are out there. And I'm just so happy. And I was talking to one of my greatest mentors, and I said at the beginning of the conversation, I just want you to know that although my actions might say this, I am not anti-vax not at all. I said, I love people. I want people safe. Of course, I care about my community. Heck yes, I care about my community. Like if you know me, I do. Not perfect, but you know, I do. Absolutely. So we're excited about that stuff. And I know I wish you guys could talk back to us on this podcast. We're looking at different things like that, but you know, your voice is important. Um, if there's anything that you need help researching, or I know that when I find something, guys, it's really important, even when you have a creative moment or you run into new information, you've got to have a person persons that you can talk to just to get it out there mm-hmm. and you know have someone talk back to you or and and not necessarily challenge you, but have that conversation. It really helps, yeah it, it really, really does. really does. so if you are not getting a vaccine and you don't feel comfortable saying it. If you need to reach out to us to talk, we are available. Um, my Instagram is Jen, the builder underscore elevate. We also have our website, the Jen co, sound co um, dot com, And you can contact us there and we would love to support you through this and just hear you out.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, no judgment. That's for sure. Well, Corey, I mean, this was, We went somewhere off a little bit, but I think it was well worth it and it was much needed. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some other things, but just remember there are words like empathy and understanding and connecting and authenticity, all the wonderful things. And it's, yeah, it's August. It's not January or anything like that, but you can start a new beginning at any time. Anytime you want to. And now's the perfect time. Just
1: hit that reset button.
0: There you go. Reset. You know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's
1: elevate.
0: Every day.